promoting podcast. So this topic is something I started writing about this morning. I was journaling and just processing my experience from really the last couple of years, but I feel like it's been concentrated the last couple of months. And the topic is social media addiction. And I know the word addiction is loaded and it's heavy. And the reason I'm using that word is because for me personally, I have experienced addiction before. I'm a recovered, um, I had an eating disorder for majority of my life. And I've also dealt with what I would consider alcohol addiction. So I've noticed that I have these tendencies and I am diagnosed with ADHD and addiction is very common in people with ADHD. I have noticed that I have addictive tendencies and when I stop an addiction, I look for something to replace it. And a lot of times it's with what we would consider a quote-unquote healthy addiction. Like there's been times where I was addicted to CrossFit or exercise um, or even self-help or meditation. I really feel like anything can become an addiction. And the way that I would define that is just something that maybe started out as healthy but then starts to negatively impact your life. For me, I would also consider an addiction anything that's helping me dissociate or pulling me away from my emotional experience and trying to distract me from being grounded in my body. And I've noticed that the last couple of years, my screen time has gone up to an embarrassing amount. And I can make excuses and say, you know, my business is online. Part of owning this business and being a quote-unquote public figure or whatever you want to call it, I don't know that I consider myself that, but whatever, is connecting with people, you know, posting and connecting in direct messages and replying to comments and replying to emails and creating content on a podcast and all of that. So we're just online a lot. So it's really easy to get that aspect of my life mixed up with abusing social media. And that's the excuse I made for myself for a long time. Like, oh my gosh, my business is online you know, part of my business is connecting with people. And I also just really enjoy it. I don't go onto Instagram and I'm like, oh, I'm going to DM people, connect with people so that I can sell shit. I don't, I'm, I'm not really ever even thinking about selling things. I just do things that feel good and I share what I'm excited about and then I connect with people. And then that just kind of, kind of ends up being how my business gets built. So that aside, You can still do that and not be addicted to social media and not be living your life peering into a screen. And the last couple of years, I've noticed that I've started to see my phone as almost like a third arm. It's an extension of myself. If I forget it at home for any reason or it's dead or 
whatever, I just can't be using it because I'm working at the restaurant or whatever, then I start to get anxious and it's like all I can think about. And I'm, even if I'm out socializing with friends or with my family, I would notice my mind thinking about my phone and wanting an excuse to go look at it and start scrolling, which just when I'm saying it out loud, it seems so ridiculous, but I know this is something that's so common for people nowadays. And you know, the past few years, I've had a lot more free time and less structure. I went from being highly, highly structured because I worked three jobs and I was in a band. There's no way I could do all of that without a ton of structure. And going to practically no structure. You know, and I've always had some sort of in-person community or activity to keep my attention until 2020. So 2020 was that huge shift. And I feel like we've all found ourselves in spaces that we had never been before and doing things that we never thought we would do. In addition to that, I got into human design in 2017, started really taking it seriously in 2020. And, you know, I was studying on my own for those three years and then started meeting other people in human design in 2020. And it became the only way I could connect about this hobby, this interest that I have, this very fringe topic, because nobody in my immediate world really knew about human design unless I taught them. And even then they, you know, might not really care all that much. So I got to nerd out and geek out and make friends with people who were just as into this as I was. So that's another thing. It's like human design has been a hyperfixation for me, something that I I didn't want to read anything else but human design. I didn't want to talk about anything else. It was giving me so much dopamine and still does, to be honest. And I needed to seek other people that were going through similar awakenings or awarenesses that I was having through this lens of human design. And I was even finding it for a while. I was finding it hard to connect with people that didn't know human design, which looking back, I feel is actually really unhealthy. And I'm glad that I've pulled myself out of that or that I've shifted out of that mentality. But I digress. So back to the social media addiction, like other addictive tendencies, I often don't realize I'm not enjoying something anymore and yet I still can't stop. Or I notice that something is no longer fun for me, it's no longer entertaining, it no longer feels good, but I still can't stop. And that's when it starts to feel like an addiction for me. And I've gone through that with alcohol. Of course, I went through that with my eating disorder. Um, you know, shopping addiction. I've had so many different things that have been sources of dopamine, you know. So I started realizing like right when I wake up, I was reaching for my phone and scrolling TikTok for hours instead of doing my normal routine, like getting up and jumping on my trampoline or going for a walk or going to the gym or reading it was just, I need my phone. And then I would be doing things around the house and I would need to be like scrolling while I'm doing chores or folding laundry. Um, 
in order to get those hits of dopamine or that stimulation or entertainment while I'm on my... It's almost like I couldn't function without having something on for stimulation. It started becoming like this reflex that I couldn't interrupt. And for someone like me, it would feel like a doom scroll K-hole. And it would be really hard to pull myself out. So if I started my morning with scrolling on TikTok or Reels, then that's kind of just how my whole day was going to go unless I had a client or had to be at work. And so I've noticed that it's so hard to have the motivation to do anything else when I'm in that space. And funnily enough, I saw a video on TikTok, and this was something I already knew, but I feel like if I don't hear something at the right time for me, then it just goes in one ear and out the other. And of course, I can be in denial about things pretty easily. Second line, maybe lack of introspection at times, or just being in denial because you don't want to accept the truth of something. But I saw this TikTok where this guy was talking about how he has ADHD and he does dopamine detoxes and that it only takes a couple of days of reframing from or refraining from things that give you a lot of dopamine like scrolling on your phone uh, playing video games that kind of stuff to reset your he think he called it dopamine baseline and be able to do the activities that you need to get done without needing an intense amount of motivation or stimulation or whatever. And the things that he was describing, like almost being or having like a high dopamine threshold, like needing to do things that require a lot of dopamine in order to motivate you to even get through the day. All of these things he was listing were things that I was experiencing. So it just hit me like a ton of bricks and it was the day after my birthday so yesterday (laughs) Um, but again this is kind of how the emotional process works I've been thinking about this for months and kind of knowing that it was becoming a problem it just wasn't the right timing yet and yesterday I was you know I was venting to my husband about it and I was like I really think I have a problem Um, this is not healthy for me and he was agreeing with me and I'm like, okay, tomorrow I'm going to wake up and I'm not going to get on my phone until noon and I'm going to see if I am able to sit down and write because surprise, I'm writing a book, but more on that some other time, but I have deadlines and I need to write, Um, you know, I need to get mini readings done. I need to go work out, just things that I know that make me feel really good and also help with my sense of self-esteem. I notice when I'm not doing things that I, the things that I enjoy and that make me feel like me, I have really low self-esteem. And then when you're on social media and you're scrolling and you're comparing yourself to other people and you're seeing cool things that other people are doing, you just get really in your head about it and you start to lose yourself, or at least I did. So when I am, you know, painting and playing guitar and writing and doing my podcast or even listening to podcasts or reading and listening to books, I feel so much more like me. 
and I don't feel like I have all of this noise of other people in my head. And I, I also wonder if this has to do with being a right brain, right mind too, is that we're such sponges and we just soak everything up. And you really, you start to become a product of what you're taking in. And I think Ra had described it as like, you know, the people that you surround yourself with. But nowadays in this modern society, it's more what we're consuming on social media. Of course, it's the people we surround ourselves with, but we're not out and about as much as we used to be prior to 2020, or at least I'm not. So it's really more become like what I'm consuming on social media is what I'm becoming and what I'm externalizing and what what my mind is absorbing. Um, it, it's it's just not healthy to be doing it to that level. And I noticed my attention span was becoming shit. And I think that's because of the short video form that TikTok and Reels has where it's just the, it's like a dopamine slot machine. It's like these little hits of entertainment. And then I was, I used to love listening to podcasts, avid podcast listener. And I couldn't even do that because long form content started becoming really hard for me to consume because I was so used to just like scrolling and having different hits of different things all the time. So yeah, it's like the last couple of months I've, I've known this was a problem, but I couldn't get myself to do anything about it. And, you know, my, my mental anxiety has been up. I've been having, um, emotional breakdowns more often more often than normal for me, it feels like it feels like the more I'm on my phone, I can correlate that to my emotional state and having much lower lows and a louder mind. My self-esteem has been down. Um, and it's like my mind is filled with opinions from different people and trauma stories and news and funny stuff and random facts and all kinds of crazy shit and when you think about what scrolling is it really is an emotional roller coaster because you could go from hearing about somebody being molested and getting out of a cult to murder and missing people and war in other countries to funny dog videos and embarrassing stories and dating stories and just everything in between. Self-help. <laughs> um, do you have autism? Do you have ADHD? You know, it's just like you start self-diagnosing all kinds of shit and, and not that that's wrong. That's, that's valid. But it's like for me, I start thinking I have everything. I'm like, oh my God, do I have cancer? Do I have this? Do I have that? Just because you're seeing all of these stories and consuming all this stuff. And if you're not curating what you're seeing heavily or limiting it, like if you have no self-control, like apparently I didn't for quite some time, um, that can really affect you. So it seems insanely obvious now that I'm saying all of this out loud, insanely obvious. So even just taking a couple mornings away from my phone and 
Also on my birthday, I try to kind of stay away from my phone because it's, it's honestly really overwhelming. Like I love the outpouring of love and happy birthday and all of that that I get. Um, it's so beautiful to watch my network show up and see all the people that I've connected with uh, shouting me out or taking the time to say happy birthday to me, but it's also really overwhelming. And so um, I tend to kind of try to stay away from my phone or just limit myself on my birthday. Um, but yeah, and then just seeing what I actually have a response for in my external reality, because I, th- I feel like as generators, we might be able to trick ourselves to think there's nothing to respond to, or there's only things to respond to on our phones. And although obviously social media and advertisements and things like that can be, it can be something to respond to. It doesn't feel as natural to me to be able to see what your body is pulled to. Well, it's like you need a balance, right? If you're only responding to things in your phone, you might be missing something your body would respond to in in your external environment. For me, it's like my hobbies or my activities that uh, I can feel myself smiling even just thinking about I was painting this morning and I just felt like... I did not expect to get emotional. <laughs> I never expect to get emotional, but <laughs> it happens. I just felt like my like child self. Um, I wasn't worrying about things or comparing myself to anybody or uh, thinking about everything that's fucked up in our world because I was having this like moment of peace and serenity and just it was just me and my medium and my body and being able to sit there and it felt like my mind was quiet for the first time in maybe a year I don't know how long and I just I'm so (laughs) I'm just so astounded how simple it can be to come back to yourself when you feel like there's parts of you or your mind is just filled with junk because that's what it started to feel like. So, you know, I started, I started realizing the last couple of months that I was disinterested in my hobbies. They weren't entertaining enough for me. And for me to not want to make art or connect with people in person, with my friends, with my family, and be thinking about my phone instead of doing that. That's really sad to me. And even just like doing things for my business, like doing my podcast or whatever, I was using all of my energy scrolling or um, whatever. Even DMing with people can get to be too much for me if I'm doing it all day it just it pulls me away from my physical experience and again there's nothing wrong with it it's like everything in moderation everybody has their own um limits that they need to set or their own like various capacity and the only way you can figure that out is to go through it and find it for yourself You know, and I also noticed I was in this 
dark place of seeking validation online. And that was something that had happened in the past that I moved out of. And I have this long history of needing and seeking validation in a way that skews my perception of myself. You know, that on top of the comparison game that we tend to play online, making assumptions about other people's lives, projecting about other people's lives, you know, thinking that they have it better than you or they have it all figured out. It's just this really vicious cycle to be caught in. And I just wonder how much a lot of us would like ourselves more if we were not inundated with other people online all of the time. And, you know, the thing is, is it's not like social media is not a bad thing. I'm so freaking grateful for it. I wouldn't know my best friend if it weren't for social media. I wouldn't have these incredibly intimate and deep connections that I've never thought I would have if it weren't for social media. I wouldn't have my business. There's so many great, amazing things that have come out of it. And I think that's why it's so easy to talk yourself out of noticing that it's becoming a problem for you. And being a second line, it's really easy for me to make excuses to not go do anything and to just hermit. And I have noticed a pattern in my life where it'll feel like I have no friends and I'm like, oh, I don't have anybody to connect with in person. And then all of a sudden, all of these people will come out of the woodworks and it's people that I really care about and love and adore spending time with. And it's almost like, I get so locked into social media that I forget about these people because maybe I'm comparing my online friendships to the people I have in person because I'm not seeing those people as much or I'm not interacting with them. I I don't see the value. And I notice I can tell I've been hermiting too much if a lot of friends all at once start reaching out to me and trying to pull me out of my hermit cave. And so that's what was happening. It was like people that I hadn't seen for a while. And it was a lot of just social opportunities coming forward. And I could feel that I was being pulled towards that and needing to get out of my house and that kind of thing. And that also felt like a nice reset for me to start connecting with people in person again. Sometimes I feel like I lose my social skills if I don't use them, which is why it's nice to work at the restaurant. Uh, Because for a couple years there, I was just deep in hermit land. (laughs) But then it's like, it also brings up this other thing, being a second line. I've always been able to really enjoy my gifts and my talents and um, have fun discovering myself through what I like to do by myself. And I was like, I don't, I don't even know who I am anymore. I don't even know what I like. And it's just because my brain was so just locked into social media or scroll, doom scrolling (laughs) that I didn't actually know what I liked anymore. Who would have thunk it just took a couple mornings experimenting with not being on my phone and seeing what my body responds to. And it's just, it's so nice. (laughs) It's so nice. And don't get me wrong, I have done this a couple of times throughout this period, but it felt 
like I needed willpower or like I was just gritting through it to stay off my phone. Whereas the last couple of days, it's felt rejuvenating. Uh, It's felt like I've been so kind to myself, kind to my body. I've been in a better mood. Not that it's bad to have dark moods. But again, like I've said, my moods have been so much darker than they've ever been. And I'm a pretty dark person. But you add the intense emotional ways I have on top of consuming too much, like at an unhealthy rate, that's going to make your head spin. And to me, or what I noticed is that my emotional lows were just darker and heavier. So anybody who might be resonating with this or feeling, or maybe if you're even embarrassed to admit this or to look at yourself in this way, I know I'm embarrassed to be talking about this, you guys. I don't, I don't, I didn't want to address this, but it just feels like a really important conversation to have. Um, I'm still obviously processing this and moving through it, but I would definitely recommend reevaluating your relationship. Sorry, my dog's barking in the background. (laughs) Reevaluating your relationship with social media. So for me, what it's looked like, and this will be different for everybody, but it is really cool that iPhone has app limits. So I've been limiting myself to just two hours a day on like TikTok and Instagram combined. And I don't even look at my phone unless I am going to the gym and I want to listen to music until noon every day now. That just seems to be like a really good amount of time for me to to wake up slowly, to come back to myself after sleeping and dreaming, to take care of myself, take care of my body, wake up my body, do whatever type of movement I want to do and whatever creative thing pulls me. So whether that's writing or reading or... Um, even listening to a podcast and cleaning up my house or painting or whatever else. But I seem to be somebody that does need to challenge myself to have some structure set in place. And it's not the structure of like, okay, every day from 6 to 7 a.m. I stretch and then from 7 to eat, I eat breakfast. And it's more of just like, okay, from when I wake up until noon, unless I have a client or whatever, I am taking care of myself. I'm waking up my body. I'm doing something creative. And that's my structure. Obviously, if I'm in a low, I might need to lay there and cry or listen to music. And that's fine too. It's it's just kind of whatever my body needs for me in the morning before I go onto my phone or out into the world in a way where there's going to be things demanded of me. It's just a way to really start developing this deeper relationship with myself. And I'm just, like, I used to do this, this exact thing. <laughs> 
and I just feel like I was in a much healthier place. Like I think back to that time when I had this structure in my life and I was incredibly creative and doing things that I loved and my self-esteem was high and so it's nice to have that frequency anchor of knowing what it feels like to come back to myself and to be grounded in my body and not just letting my open head pull me in a million different directions and my open ego comparing me to everything um it just it feels really good to come back to that space you know of course I'm probably going to make mistakes and it's not going to be perfect but it just feels nice to have this awareness now of like learning this a few different times and moving through my wave and seeing different things each time and learning the effect that social media has on me and my body and my overall well-being so if you're somebody that's been struggling with this if you're somebody who realizes that your mental health has maybe gone into the shitter since you started doom scrolling all the time or just are on your phone too much go touch some grass (laughs) come into your body take some time away limit yourself if that's what feels right for you I I heard this a thousand times before I've needed to do it myself. So it's not always going to be right for everybody. And you know what? Sometimes social media can be a necessary coping mechanism, especially if you've come off of different addictions. Um, You know, I would rather be addicted to doom scrolling than be addicted to alcohol or having my active eating disorder again. So if that's the case, it's like, yeah, (laughs) the lesser of evils. Sometimes we just need that. I think we can have a healthy amount of dissociation, which I know sounds weird, but it's not always appropriate to be like going into your traumas or going into the depths of your emotions. For me, I have to feel things as they come up because otherwise it'll eat me alive. But I think sometimes we hear, oh, dissociation is bad. And then we don't allow ourselves to do it when it actually might be an okay thing for us that day because maybe your nervous system just can't handle processing something and you actually need something comforting um, or whatever like a, a cozy video game or watching your favorite YouTube creator or something like that um, again everything in moderation for me I just noticed it was getting way out of hand it was affecting my physical emotional and mental well-being and my relationships so that's a cue for me in the future when something is starting to get out of hand okay my dears that's all i have to say for today um any announcements my i guess my one announcement is i'm still doing deconditioning support groups um i haven't announced the next one but I assume it'll be in two weeks or so so just look out for that I've been doing them twice a month they've been going great if you need a space to come express connect nerd out about human design 
uh, process, whatever. Every group is different. Sometimes it's more educational and fun and we just explore things together and sometimes it's more emotional and people are processing things and it's just a space to show up and um, connect. That's really just all it is. So if, if you feel like that's something that you would enjoy, check out my website or check out my Instagram. That's usually where I announce the next dates. Um, other than that, that's all I've got for you. If you are struggling with this and you want to connect to somebody about it, shoot me a DM. Obviously, I'm limiting my app time these days, so don't know when I'll get back to you, but uh, you can also email me at Teresa at howtobealion.com. I check my email a couple times a day. Um, but yeah, I know this is hard and it's like, gosh, modern problems, right? Who would have thought that this would be something that could be life altering or addicting, but here we are. Okay. Until next time. Bye.